Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and today it's Wednesday, the 18th of January. Just remember, with everything included in this podcast, it is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, let's go first to the scores on the doors as usual. Dow Jones, down. 392 points, 1.14%. Not a great night for the Dow. 33,911 for the Dow. It had a high of minus 33 and a low of 442 points down. Why was it down so much last night? Well, one of the reasons it was down so much was Goldman Sachs fell nearly 6% after their results, and that accounted for around half of that fall in the US Dow Jones. The Nasdaq faring far better. Tesla, a bit of a superstar last night, makes a change, up 7.4% for Tesla. We had Nasdaq up 16 points, or 0.14%, to 11,095. The S&P 500, pretty much in the middle for diddle, down a mere 8 points, or 0.2 of a percent. 39.91. Can't quite crack that 4,000 level. But anyway, certainly seems uh, pretty good there. The VIX volatility index falling yet again, 0.8 of a percent. 19.3 points there. The 10-year yield picking up slightly, 3.55%. Two years coming under a little bit of pressure, 4.20. Aussie 10s, uh, 3.64. The US dollar... Uh, was a little bit stronger, 0.18% higher uh, on the US dollar index, 102.38, and the Aussie dollar up 0.29 of a cent, so 69.84. Against all this, SPY futures showing a gain today of 14 points, but expect it to be possibly another wishy-washy kind of day, uh, pretty much as we saw yesterday with the market in a very tight range and really waiting for US numbers to drop. So that is uh, certainly going to be the theme today. European markets better, except the FTSE, which was down 0.1. We had the stock 600 up 0.4, Germany up 0.4, France up 0.5, Spain up 0.2, Italy up 0.3. Some of the US stocks making headlines last night. That big move in Tesla up 7.4%. Seems that the market likes those price cuts that we have seen for those uh, Tesla models across Europe and the US uh, to uh, get rid of uh, some excess stock and buy some sales. Uh, Apple was up 0.8%. Meta, though, down 1.2%. Google down 0.9%. Microsoft up 0.4%. Looks like Microsoft will be announcing some significant job cuts in the next day or so, uh, looking at around 5% of their workforce uh, going to be cut. So another tech stock cutting workers. Amazon down 2.2%. Netflix down 2%. JP Morgan down 1.5%. Citigroup up 0.8%. Goldman Sachs on those numbers last night down 5.9%. Bank of America down 1.9%. Wells Fargo down 0.2%. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was up 4.8% last night. So we did see 
some uh, some gains in some in the U.S. Tesla, especially helping uh, that Nasdaq story last night very much in focus. In a little more detail in some of the U.S. moves, Goldman Sachs. A worst earnings miss in a decade for the fourth quarter, pressured by declines in investment banking and asset management revenues. Not sure that's going to play too well at the moment with Macquarie, which in some respects is often compared to a mini Goldman Sachs. But Morgan Stanley, though, posting better than expected numbers. It was a tale of two cities there for Morgan Stanley, which for the last three months is up 21%, posting better than expected numbers, record wealth management revenue, shares jumping 5.9%. So that good news there. About 7% of S&P 500 earnings have reported through to Tuesday morning, so not a huge amount, 7% only of those companies, 70% have beaten expectations. So a little bit of positivity coming through from those results uh, that we have seen so far, but only 7% there today uh, have reported. Uh, Many investors expect a challenging first half of 2023. One analyst at Morgan Stanley has compared it to a bear market, saying they are a hall of mirrors designed to confuse investors and take their money. I thought it was only KFC that takes their money. Analysts are expecting year-over-year earnings from the S&P 500 companies to decline 2.4% for the quarter. Hardly a massive drop, considering the US is supposedly heading towards a recession. Uh, That is compared to a 1.6% decline at the start of the year. So we certainly have seen some analyst expectations wound back. Manufacturing activity on the economic front in the New York area has slowed to its lowest level since the early days of the COVID pandemic. The New York Fed's Empire State Manufacturing Survey has registered a reading of minus 32.9 for January. That's falling at nearly 22 points from a month ago. The last time the survey showed that a low of a reading was 48.5, recorded in May 2020. And we also saw in some other headlines an upbeat speech in Davos. Uh, The vice premier of China has chided Western central banks for raising interest rates to the point where they were damaging the world's economic prospects. And TikTok has overtaken Facebook as the world's top social media brand. Watch out, Zuckerberg, while you're looking at Metaverse. These guys have eaten your lunch. After hours, United Airlines came out with their fourth quarter profit numbers, topping Wall Street estimates thanks to strong demand and high fares. It reported an $843 million profit for the three months, for the last three months of 2022, on revenue of $12.4 billion there. Looking across at the commodities last night, oil once again up 2.97%. $2.50 there to 86.72. We had Brent, that was the price in Brent, but WTI also doing strongly up 1.7% or $1.36 to $80.2 a barrel. Gold, though, coming under a little bit more pressure as the US dollar rebounds slightly, uh, down 0.4 of a percent, $7.10 to 19.0850. So expect to see a little bit more. Pressure on gold shares again today. LME Copper up 1.9%. LME Nickel down 1.9%. LME Aluminium down 0.4%. Zinc up 0.3%. Lead up 0.2%.
ton down 0.2, so hardly the stuff of dreams there. Iron ore also under pressure, down 1.1%. Dalian iron ore futures uh, yesterday down 3.2%. Of course, we are heading into Chinese Lunar New Year. It is the year of the rabbit coming up for us. Coal prices a little bit better last night as well, according to our numbers, up 6.7%. So we might see a little bit of strength in those coal stocks. Looking across at our commodity stocks overseas, BHP was down 2.1% and Rio down 2%, uh, implying a bit of a drop today from the ADRs there, implying a fall of around uh, $2.39 uh, for uh, Rio and uh, BHP down as well. Freeport McMoran down 2%, Alcoa up 0.6%, Tech down 1.7%, Anglo up 1%, Glencore pretty much unchanged, Vale falling hard down 2.3%, Arbomile up 0.4%, so nothing very exciting in the lithium space and it looks like iron ore stocks will continue to be under pressure today. BHP nearly hit that $50 level which would have been an all-time high, pretty close to that all-time high at the moment, especially if you consider the huge amounts of dividends that BHP have paid recently and also the fact that they demerged their oil and gas assets to Woodside. In local news, uh, yesterday we saw the Chinese GDP numbers come out at 2.9%, which was better than expected, but still a pretty low number, and the Chinese population shrinking for the first time in more than 60 years. Also today, the co-founder of Zip Co, Peter Gray, said the ASX company was supportive of stronger regulations of buy now, pay later, but warned against making the entire sector abide by the rules that apply to credit cards and mortgages because of the difference in complexity and size. He said that a threshold of $5,000 should be used to determine which credit products would be bound by strict obligations. Anyway, we have more to come on the buy now, pay later sector as the year unfolds, as we do have an uh, inquiry at the moment into that. Nickel Industries, NIC, also preparing a $200 million equity raise at the moment. European Lithium has signed an MOU for a hydroxide plant in Saudi Arabia. Uh, Critical Metals, the uh, vehicle they're using for that. UMG, United Malt Group, downgraded to neutral from buy at UBS. And Imdex is eyeing a Norway-based core drilling services supplier, DevEco, as a possible acquisition. In research today, OutTrans Urban has been reinstated as a buy at Bank of America. Target price is $15, giving it a 10% upside. Uh, We also have got um, news out today from EML Payments. CFO Robert Shaw is stepping down by agreement there. Uh, Valpara Valpara Health Technologies has reported Q3 net cash from operating activities, 1.8 million New Zealand dollars. And Bavura Solutions has announced an organizational change program. CFO Brent Henley to move on to role as Chief Commercial Officer. And in other news, as I say earlier, Nickel Industries, NIC, now in a trading halt. So it looks like that uh, rumour in the AFR of a capital raise is very much true. Uh, LaVisa has been downgraded to equal weight from overweight at Morgan Stanley. And another downgrade. There does seem to be a few downgrades coming through at the moment. Uh, 
Jardin has downgraded Woodside Energy and Karoon. Karoon downgraded to neutral from overweight target cut to $2.30 from $2.35. And Woodside downgraded to underweight from neutral target cut from $33.70 to $33 there. So we are seeing some downgrades coming through at the moment. Uh, hardly a surprise given the run we've had in the markets, up 5% since January the first analysts coming back on board, looking at some of the prices of some of their stocks, scratching their heads a little bit. Well, that's it from me today. Question of the day. Given the 5% run that we've had in the market in the first few weeks of 2023, at what level would you look to take profits? Where do you see this rally petering out? Or do you not see it petering out for a little while? Could we keep pushing up as we head into the reporting season? Love to hear your thoughts and ideas on that. In the meantime, have a great day, and as always, may the trading gods be with you.